Welcome back to Gal on the Go Unplugged. My guest is Courtney Holinsky, Senior Fundraising Coordinator for the Roswell Park Alliance Foundation. Courtney is the dynamo who oversees all stewardship and fundraising for the Empire State Ride and Ice Cycle Buffalo. Fun events that all benefit cancer research and trials at Roswell Park. I met Courtney in 2021 when I signed up to participate in the Empire State Ride, a.k.a. ESR, the brainchild of Terry Bourgeois. ESR is a 500-plus mile, seven-day, fully supported cycling challenge across New York State that raises funds for cancer research. I'm returning to do the ride this year in the name of my cousin, David Zimmerman, who we swiftly lost to pancreatic cancer in March. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So good to see you and talk to you. It's great to see you too. It's been a while. <laughs> it has. Well, I'm so I am, glad you're back this year. Thank you. Um, happy to be back, and I'm so excited to share, you know, about your role and you know um, all about this event. It's so meaningful to me. Um, so let's get right into it for people. Uh, you know, you've worked for various organizations in a fundraising capacity. That's just amazing to me. What attracted you to that type of work? Well, actually, my background is in television production, and I spent some time in commercial television as a director. And then I moved into the nonprofit space, um, working for the Buffalo Toronto affiliate uh, for PBS and NPR. Um, I was in charge of on-air fundraising there. So I'd interrupt your programming to ask you to fund our programs. And it was really gratifying. Um, it's kind of like instant gratification where you ask for something and receive it and then everybody's happy. Um, cool. So I, yeah, so that was a great experience. I spent five and a half years there and then I decided it was time to move into real, like I wanted to do total fundraising, no more television. And that's how I landed at Roswell Park. And it's been an amazing couple of years. And um, it's, I get to meet people like you every day. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I love it. I had no idea that television was your background. That's so cool. Um, and we are so lucky to have you. You know, uh, you're definitely... You know, a super integral part of it. And one of the reasons why I wanted to do it again, because you made it such an amazing experience. Um, what do you find is the most rewarding part of your job? Honestly, I'm a people person. So getting to meet many different people from many walks of life, and they're all come together um, at our events for a single purpose of they want to they want to end cancer. And I can totally get behind that. And it just, the, the people that our events bring in are some of the most genuine people. They're the nicest people. Um, and they're, they're just, I really enjoy getting to know them. So the main part of my job is to develop relationships with people like you. Um, and through those relationships, 
we kind it's kind of give and take. I help you, you help me, and you help the organization that I work for. And together we will end cancer. Um, and I just think that that is so rewarding. I love that together aspect. That's really powerful. Um, you know, with every job that has a reward, there's always challenges also, and not, you know, in a negative way, but what are some of the greatest challenges? You have a very, you know, layered role. Yeah, I do have a layered role. Um, <laughs> the most difficult part of the job was um, I had never been in a, a, a forward facing uh, dealing with the public every day. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, so my, anytime my phone rings at my desk, it could be anyone. It could be you know somebody I've never spoken to, which is fantastic. They're calling to you know, they have a problem and they need a solution from me, or it's someone like you or any of your team members that are calling just to say hello, and that's wonderful. Also, um, it's just um, the greatest challenge is like not knowing it's the unknown, right? So every day at my job is a little bit different, which is fantastic, but that unknown is a little bit scary on some days because you can't be having a bad day if somebody else is having a bad day. So uh -huh. it's just rising to the occasion and uh, putting a smile on your face when, uh, and I don't have a problem doing that. It's just, there's some days that are a little more trickier than others. And uh, I love the honesty and you do it really well. I have to say like <laughs> major credit to you. <laughs> ah, thank you. It's just a work in progress, right? Like it's, like I said, it's day by day and every day is different. Every day is new. That's the exciting part about it. Well, it's a huge event and, you know, you don't have to give it all away, but what are some of the key aspects that go into planning an event like the Empire State Ride? A team of wonderful people that come together to develop their thoughts and ideas to create this awesome event. Um, and so there's, there's a couple different things that go into it. There's operations. So our operations team, they do the route, they do, um, they do make sure that our catering and the tents are all set up. And there's a whole like planning process to making sure that all the fine details are worked out, so that you have a great experience. Um, and then the other part about it is like the stewardship relationships part of it that my job and I lead a team um, to be sure that you're having a fantastic time. So it's like the lead up to it, making sure that you guys have everything you need to be successful, right? Because every rider has to raise $3,500 to participate. So I'm in touch with everyone, making sure that you've got all your travel plans squared away and your fundraising is good and you have everything you need to be successful. And then on the road, it's this um, kind of like you, know, you touch base with everyone, make sure they're all happy and healthy. And uh, so those are like the two main components of the event. Uh, a lot of details on both ends. Um, and we're, we're just on the road with you guys for the whole week, which is un unique in itself, right? Like I'm living out of a car, out of hotels for seven plus days. And you guys are, <laughs> I mean, you're camping. So it's, you're, uh, it's, it's, it's really awesome. And I recommend it to anyone who's thinking about uh, joining the event. 
just to well as a it. newbie last year and as a returning rider this year i have to say like every time i saw you it was like this calming like affected had on me, you know, and then also like on the hard days and then also just like this uplifting effect because you would smile and it would just be like a contagious thing where I'd be like, oh, it's like, she's so happy to see us. Like how could, you know, we not be like joyful too. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the trickiest part last year was like smiling before coffee in the morning because I couldn't <laughs> have coffee before I'd run into somebody who wanted to talk to me. So <laughs> hey, I, I'm, the truth it, is the truth, you know, <laughs> that's the truth. I, it got easier as the week went on, but it's always black coffee first by myself in a dark room. And that week changed me for good. <laughs> Well, you deserve it. As hard as you work, whatever you need to start your day and, you know, put in those hours, I say all the power to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what has been the event's greatest achievement so far? Last year, 2021, uh, the event raised, Empire State Ride raised $1.6 million, which was record-breaking. Um, especially coming off of the pandemic in 2020 when nobody could participate um, in person. That was incredible. And we had over 300 riders that participated virtually and in person. And it uh, was a significant amount of money uh, going towards cancer research and clinical trials. That's amazing. It's so funny because, you know, I know that number, but it gave me chills. Like, I can't even explain it because I think it's just the power of knowing that all those people coming together to give a result like that is just really incredible. Yeah. Um, And every little bit counts. So even if a rider comes and just raises $3,500, that is a significant amount of money. Um, And then more riders will raise more than that. Um, And it's just, we're really grateful for everything that our participants do for the event. I always try to tell people, you know, um, and I feel like I learned this from you from just listening to all the things you shared, like prepping us and everything. It doesn't matter if someone gives like $5, $500, $5,000. It it really does add up and it's all, um, you know, in proportion to what that person can do. So let's say there's like a little girl that's like babysitting, saves her money, and she could just give a little bit because she wants to be part of something like that's just as meaningful as a company that gives like $5,000, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's what I spend a lot of time educating our participants and other, you know, supporters about that is just every little bit counts. There's, you'll get to that goal eventually. It may take a little bit more perseverance than you would have liked, right? Uh, All of us hope that it's easier than we think it is, but um, it varies by participant, how quickly they can raise the money or exceed that uh, $3,500 minimum, but every little bit counts. And uh, as long as you're putting out the, you know, you, you have to make your, the story personal. You have to give people a compelling reason to uh, support you. And I try to work with people to come up with that reason if it's not obvious. Um, And it, it, it works. It's, 
Yeah, yeah that was really helpful. All the tips you give are helpful. <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, who does at the end of the day, who doesn't want to cure cancer? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's um, one in four. I, I think it's one in four Americans will develop cancer sometime in their lifetime, which is you know, crazy to think about. And I don't, I don't want to be one of those people. I don't want you to go through that. And I don't, you know, I don't want anyone else to suffer. So why don't we all work hard together? I agree. You know, it's all about teamwork. You know, Mm -hmm. it could not be more important in such a situation, you know, truly. So, okay. So who or what motivates you? Yeah. So I will tell you a little story. I grew up um, about two hours um, east of Buffalo, where Roswell Park is. So right now I live in Buffalo. I work at Roswell Park um, in Buffalo. And um, so my parents sat, I was nine years old at the time, and my parents sat, um, my sister and I down on the couch. And uh, they told us that my favorite uncle had cancer. Oh. And um, I remember it. It's just one of those memories you can't erase. <laughs> and uh, they told us that Uncle David was going to go see a specialist in Buffalo because he has a rare liver cancer. Um, and oh, he was going to wow. go to Buffalo in two weeks. And, you know, my sister and I kind of looked at each other. And was like, mm, you know, that's not good news, I don't think. But we don't really, we can't wrap our heads around that at that age, right? So. My uncle David never lived to see that appointment. Uh, and, uh, you know, 23 years later, um, I am working hard to be sure that there isn't another little girl that loses her favorite uncle. You know, oh, that's amazing. That is like incredible that I- I'm so sorry that, you know, you had a process that at that age. Yeah. Uh, because th- that's just an intense, it was that the first death you experienced also in life? Yeah. Yeah. So it came at an early age and I just, you know, I think back to, you know, now like 23 years later, here I am working at Roswell park, never knew I would be here. Right. Working, doing this job that is going to make a difference um, for little girls, just like me. And, um, and it, I think it also speaks highly to what Roswell Park was doing back then that was groundbreaking and how much farther we've, we've come in those years. Well, I think your family should be so proud of you. Your uncle just like, you know, beaming with pride that you would take something like his loss and he was so special to you and it made such an impact that you would carry it throughout your life and never knowing that this was going to happen, you know, like that's so wild how life comes full circle in that way. And, you know, it's unfortunate that you and your family had to go through that, but it's really pretty wild that, you know, it, it obviously affects you in a way that makes it more than a job, you know, like, I mean, yeah. And life came full circle. So here I am. I'm in this role that can make a difference. And uh, it's a great reminder every day of why I'm working hard to uh, uh, towards the goal of ending cancer. 
Well, you're kicking butt. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, okay. The cyclists who participate in ESR, they're called road warriors. How many road warriors are participating this year? I have 228 riders coming on the road. I have over um, 250 registered. Um, So we still have a virtual component this year for anyone who can't join us in person for the week. Um, And that's called our 500 mile um, hometown challenge. So you can ride any at any point during the month of July. And um, I've got a challenge planned for you where you can see your miles in real time along New York state, just like we're traveling. Um, and so those people will start June, or July 1st and they can end their miles anytime during the month going towards uh, July 31st. And then Empire State Ride takes place the last week in July every year. So I think I will- that's a great option for people. I would highly recommend cycling enthusiasts and even non-cycling enthusiasts to consider that because when we were supposed to do it, like when I originally had signed up and we had that one year, thanks COVID (laughs) where it had to be virtual only. Um, it's really nice to kind of get, you know, um, exposed in that way where you ease into it. And then when you're ready to do the in-person, um, it, it's, it's pretty cool because y- you know, you weren't yet a warm up through the virtual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we also understand that it's tough to get a week off from work to join us. Um, so that's, it's kind of a heavy lift. And then, um, we also offer a custom option, which is a partial week, um, for any number of days that you'd like to join us on the road. And that fundraising is $500 per day. Again, I love that because, you know, you're not having anyone left out because of the fact that they just don't have the time. Because to your point, you know, not everybody does necessarily have like a week and a half because you have to cushion it a little bit before and after. Right. So um, it, those other possibilities are so great for people that don't want to miss out, but you know, they just, um, don't have the vacation or whatever their situation may be, but they still want to like actively give or participate. So I highly encourage people to look into those options. Um, and you know, mm-hmm. okay. So given those 230 plus people, right. Mm-hmm. Cyclists worldwide come to do the ride. What is the furthest that anyone has ever traveled to do ESR? That is a tricky question that has, <laughs> that would have happened before I got in to this role. Ah. Um, we have had a number of riders come from different um, countries Um, this year we have a rider coming in from Canada and then we have, um, a number of riders from across the U S coming to meet us in Staten Island to take part in the event. Very cool. Well, we're going to end in the Canadians sort of turf. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. You can walk across the bridge to go to Canada this year. Oh, that'll be so great. I love that. All right. See, we're making progress little by little. (laughs) So, okay. What is your most memorable rider today? And why is that person the most memorable to you? 
Oh, Kimberly, you know that I can't pick out a favorite. <laughs> you can't, I can't pick out a Un- favorite. Unfair question, like a parent picking a favorite child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same thing as like, oh, you know, my fundraising event, can you come to it or, you know, promote it? I love all fundraising events all the same, and I will do anything to support all of you. Um, I think that Empire State Ride brings the most adventurous, inspiring individuals that I will ever come across in my lifetime. Um, I truly believe that. Um, And I think that you all do amazing things on and off the bike. And I mean, pedaling 560 miles is crazy. You guys are amazing. And the fundraising and the advocacy that you guys do for Roswell Park off the bike is so inspiring. Um, I can't pick out a favorite. I think that, you know, the idea behind Empire State Ride came from Terry Bourgeois riding his bike by himself across New York State back in 2014. He wanted to bring awareness to cancer research and raise funds toward for Roswell Park. And then just the movement that it's created over all these years is incredible. You know, the next year in 2015, there was, you know, a few riders that joined him on the road and they did the same route. And now fast forward to 20, 2022 and we have, you know, 250 plus riders registered as part of the Empire State Ride event. And it's That's amazing. That is it just is. so it awesome. Is. We have over 1,100 road warriors that have taken the challenge over these years. And it's just a really unique group of people. And you make, you show up as strangers, right? And you, so you come to Staten Island, you don't know anybody. It's like you walk into this gymnasium and everybody's looking at each other like it's the first day of school and you don't <laughs> know your classmates. <laughs> yeah. Kindergarten, first grade when you were all nervous <laughs> and you hang your bike up in the bike rack and you go sit at a table with a bunch of strangers, most likely. And um, then as the week goes on, you form these groups, you make friends, you find people who you can ride with, who you don't enjoy riding with. It's really, you, you find your, your, your crew over those days and make these lifelong friends, right? Didn't that happen to you? Exactly. It's so wild. I, I never expected it, honestly. And, um, you know, I went into it solo, like I was intimidated by it, just, you know, all the firsts and unknowns. And by the end, I got with this group of guys. And now, you know, I'm the only girl on this guy team representing T-Strong. We're coming back this year and, you know, we're going to bring it, you know, I'm so, so excited to be part of a group now and have a totally different experience. Um, so yeah. And, you know, something I didn't expect, um, that really threw me for a loop in the most amazing way. Um, you know, you of course have to expect that you're going to have some challenging moments, challenging days, because, you know, it is a lot of writing consecutively. And when you have those moments and you are immersed in a group of people that you've come to know 
that you find out are cancer survivors, it just blows you away. Like I've never been so inspired before in my life to be like, I've got this. They're doing it. I can do it. You know, like tap into that inner strength and just push through. And it was such a privilege to meet those people. And that's one thing that was incredible, unexpected thing. It's really moving when we ask the survivors to step forward. And there's just such a group of, you know, survivorship. But there's also like a sadness of the amount of loss that this event has brought people together for. Um, Cancer sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Yeah. That dedication ceremony that you had one evening was so beautiful, but you're right. At the same time, I never cried so much in my life. Like it was very moving and powerful. Yeah. Yeah. The whole event is, is, has that feeling to it as well as being uplifting and exciting that you're accomplishing such a huge goal. Absolutely. Now, okay. So last year crushed it with the total funds raised and, you know, there's always unique challenges throughout a year, every year, as you know, things are always changing by the second. Um, But what do you hope to raise this year and how do you determine, you know, um, what to reach for as a barometer of like success? Yeah, so we hope to raise um, about 1.5 million this year um, is the goal. Obviously, hoping to exceed the goal. Um, And, you know, barometers of success are, you know, at the end of the event, we ask for feedback from our participants and we measure, you know, what if we did a good job. And, um, you know, most of the time we will get some positive feedback or some productive feedback. And we use that as our key to success and then how to move forward when we start planning Empire State Ride 2023. And that planning happens like August 30th. So we take about a month off, maybe, and then we're back at it, thinking about next year and what happens, you know, and how we can make it a better, bigger event. That's incredible. I was going to ask you that because uh, I was curious and I I was afraid that that was going to be the answer. I feel so bad. And that's, again, um, major credit to you that you barely have a little bit of a, you know, a reset recharge and then you're on to planning the next one. Because, of course, since it's a fully supported ride, there's so many components and and so much that goes into the behind the scenes. Um, uh, I am not surprised that you work hard for over a year. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were, I mean, we work hard all year to come down to this like seven, eight days of, you know, just that's what we've been working towards. It's, it's, that's the Olympics for us. Right. So um, we, I, our team is really good about recharging. So we'll, we'll enjoy the rest of the summer and then I say it's it's a light planning process. And then October registration opens and then it's kind of um, we work a little bit harder and have. But I mean, we're working just toward that deadline of the last week of July. So a lot of work goes into that 
uh, <laughs> over the year. <laughs> well, um, what are you looking forward to most this year, e- either in the people, the route, the any element of it, or wh- what are a few things if it's more than one thing? What am I looking forward to most this year? Seeing all of your beautiful faces. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so it's, it, it, think about it. So I talk to all of you being the participants um, all year and I never get to put a face to the name until you guys come to check in at orientation at Wagner College in Staten Island. And then it's a big surprise because then they know me, but I don't know you. So it's, it's really, it's, <laughs> I kind of love it, but uh, it's, you kind of play a guessing game of who some people will walk up and say, guess who? And I'm like, I might know <laughs> your voice because you call me every day or I might not have any idea. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the food is pretty good. Um, I am planning a really, I think really great evening program every night. So every night after dinner, we talk about why we're all here for the same reason. And I try to um, produce some stories of riders who have compelling reasons for being there this year, um, or we are going to do some education on where the research funds go. Um, and then after dinner and after the evening program, we have evening electives this year. So we are um, oh. incorporating some, it's kind of you choose what you, what you want to do that day. Uh, but it could be like you could go hang out with your new friends or you could go do yoga or I, I have trivia planned for one evening. It's um, or it's it's all optional. You can do nothing. You can go sit in your tent, whatever you want to do. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. It's uh I love that because way, yeah. that gets you outside your group, right? So like whether you're solo, if it's your first one or you're like part of a group, uh, it's so cool that you plan nice activities like that every night. And it's always something different because it, I think kind of like gets people to mingle more and meet people outside, you know, of who they already know. Yeah. And that's the goal. So you have the people you ride with and that's those are people that you're compatible with that you learn to trust and you ride around the same mile per hour together. Um, but there's so many other interesting riders that sign up and attend and uh, yeah, it'll get you as maybe to sit next to somebody new and you might have something in common with them. And uh, that's, that's our goal where you show up as strangers and you leave as family. I, I love that. And that's exactly what I experienced. So you obviously did an excellent job. <laughs> and I know it's going to happen again for others uh, who are new. Uh, so pleased um, to learn more about the Roswell Park Alliance Foundation and the Empire State Ride, visit their IG page at Empire State Ride. You can find out more details on how you could join and be a rider virtually in person, how you could donate to a team or a person. Um, Just uh, I encourage you to check it out. And thank you for taking the time to unplug with me today, Courtney. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure. Have a great day and rock on, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you.